can't change me. And welcome to tonight's episode of the Little Heart Records Podcast. At the start of the hour, that was Think Harder and their song, Who I Am. And uh, with us in the studio slash my living room tonight <laughs> is two members from Think Harder. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. That's Matt and uh, Jacob. Um, do you want to plug anything or anything before I start? Do you want to talk about stuff or... Do you want to talk about your band on the show, or do you just want to... We can. Okay. I wouldn't mind it. You know. Okay. Um, so, we'll do that right after I do the rest of the introduction stuff. Okay. Um, tonight, we're going to have two songs from the band, which I have to keep looking at. Don't wait up. Uh, that'll be later in the episode for our um, unsigned band feature. And tonight's episode's theme is, uh, well, it's just the 90s. Just all those things from the 90s we love. Because, you know what, the oh, episode we did the other week about things we used to love and hate pretty much was about the 90s, too, but it was really <laughs> fucking negative. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, we're going to try to be posy and talk about good stuff. Um, so we when, also you, when, have, when, when, when oh, we're talking right. about like bands from the 90s, like, do the 90s have to encompass their entire career? No. They, so, could be, they could have existed barely before and continue to exist after. Like, I would consider Green Day a 90s band, even though they have material that was released in 1989. That's Jim Sheltnick, by the way. We're going to get to that. <laughs> With us, as always, are yeah, right, like one of those 1990s sitcoms where it'd be like a cold open, like the names yeah. go across the screen. It's like suddenly like eight minutes into the episode and you still see credits. <laughs> yeah. That's a little aside from uh, Matt Haas over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have to introduce you now, because we all know who you are, so this is now officially the worst opening I've it's, ever it's done amazing. for a show. That is not it's true. It's not the worst. What about like the, the first podcast where I just hit play and not tell anybody? <laughs> oh, I remember those. <laughs> oh, God. You're okay. like, all right, we're going to start this thing. It's been going for two minutes now. You're like, oh, shit. The, the two, <laughs> two series ago, we used to do a show where I was not actually on the show, but I was the guest every episode called the 30-minute BJ. It was Jim and uh, this guy Brent. <laughs> J, J and B, BJ. So not... Uh, it was supposed to be 30 minutes, but it was always over 30 minutes, which killed me. I didn't ever... Like, it was never close to 30 minutes. <laughs> not it close. was. It there was, was like two-hour episodes. There were episodes... Well, there's the one episode that was less than 30 minutes because Brent recorded it in secret without telling us <laughs> because he wanted to retort to me and you being mean about uh, fucking... Uh, Oh, that guy sucks the dick of. Um, Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder, yeah. Yeah. Like, we would just not stop picking on him and his love of Eddie Vedder, so he wrote, like, some retort that was, like, read, like, all, like, fucking, um... It was, uh, like, like, the good night and good, and good luck. luck. Yeah. It was, good night and good luck was actually in theaters at the time, so it was not an original thought. It's a topical humor. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I still love you, Brent, if you're listening. Just, you know, I'm being, being catty. Anyway. Um, meow. Meow. So before let's okay before we go into Matt says Matt says we have fan mail this week we do so we're gonna talk about that in a second but let's let's let think harder plug some stuff now um you guys I I to be shamelessly promotional um just signed you guys recently to Little Heart Records Group our uh, our sub label which is our uh, DIY ish program where it, it's like you know being DIY but still getting to you know get some of the label benefits things like that um. Anyway, it's a new program. You guys are actually one of the first bands assigned to it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really want to talk about that, though. I just want to plug that. So I guess, well, I guess if, if you were going to have to try to sum up Think Harder in, like, two sentences, 
Like, what what are you guys like? Not just sound, but like like theme thematically. When you, what is the theme? Think harder brand. We, that's tough. We are trying to do something that's refreshing yet familiar. All right now, haiku it. <laughs> <laughs> we are refreshing yet very familiar ish. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There you Fuck you, Matt Claus, bitch. <laughs> there you, go. There you, go. you did it. Pulled it off. Um, hey, do you guys have any any shows coming up or anything you want to plug? Our next show is the uh, the October. You're, you can't plug that one. Okay, I'm not going to. Can't plug the October seventh show. Uh, it's the charity benefit that's up against my, my honor show. We definitely will not plug our uh, Think Harder October seventh show. At Don't, plug Bar and Grill. Don't plug it. We will it. not plug that one. I realize I'll be stepping on your toes. And I believe that you've invited yeah. Joey Blue to play that show. Ooh, yeah, he said. Yeah, he wants he's to play been it. invited to play that show as well. That you can't plug because it's up against my, the my October honor 7th show. The same show night us, across right? town. Not you can you can say it's a Zazu's, I guess, the show you're not talking about. <laughs> Across town from Spinelli's downtown, where On My Honor will be playing with Panic Manor and uh, Above the Underground, Late Ones, also from Little Heart Records, and Aim for the Skies. Speaking of Spinelli's, I called them last night at midnight, and I was like, can I use a coupon for buy one, get one free fried Oreos, even though it expired three days, and they said no, and it made me sad. What a bunch Aww, of jerks. How dare they? I wouldn't have said the expired three days thing. I feel like the guys that work at Spinelli's wouldn't check to see, like... Yeah. We'll see, like, at the you same... know, if they ever end up a sponsor and listen to this episode, no, we've got I, all sorts of conflicts I, I, I'm now. I'm just saying, like, like, <laughs> like I, it was, like, one of those things where it was, like, midnight, and I'd worked all day, and it's like, I kind of wanted deep-fried Oreos, but deep-fried Oreos at midnight is always kind of a bad idea if you're maybe trying to exercise and lose weight. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to let this guy decide for me. If he lets me use the coupon, <laughs> then I will get, I, I will eat, you know, five or six deep-fried Oreos, and he said no. And I was kind of like, look at you taking the fine print seriously. <laughs> Bastard. No, no right. he was just like, like he thought about it for a second, he's like, no. <laughs> he just didn't feel like making your damn Oreos. No. I'm pretty sure that was the that was a problem. Probably, there. probably. <laughs> Were you trying to have them delivered? No. I, that didn't come up, but no. Okay. I was going to go get them. They, you were going to go get them. Do they even deliver the Oreos? I mean, you got to cross 11 bucks. So he could have gotten a couple beers or something, maybe. Can they deliver beer? No. No? Yeah, I was going to say, that's a, that's a slippery slope. I bet they would make a lot of money if they could if deliver it's beer. it's un- oh. I mean, there's canned... You cannot deliver alcohol. You know what? One of these weeks <laughs> on the show... Look, first they're delivering... We should have somebody yeah. from Spinelli's on and ask them about First they're delivery delivering policies. beer, and then people are getting married to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this is what we should do. We should, we should you know... Call Spinelli's at the beginning of the show, place the order, and then when the driver gets here, like make him be on the show. <laughs> Actually, on my way home tonight, I was thinking about calling Domino's and like, because I had Domino's on my phone and just like have Domino's meet me here with a pizza. Then I was like, if it runs late, they're gonna show up in the middle of the show. Uh-huh. And I thought, how funny would that? That'd be like all those times on the old. Uh, uh, the drunks would on the old, yeah, when the drunks yeah. would interrupt our show when we used to record a brownies. What are y'all doing over here? You have a radio show? What station do you Or like I my fascination with trying to trick Brittany into being on the show. Because <laughs> yeah. she didn't want to be, but like I'd just be like, yeah, just bring my chips back here in a few minutes. You know, just stay right here right now and then just bring me the cheese. Like, no, I don't want to be on the show. <laughs> anyway, um, do you guys want to say, uh, well, we just listened to Who I Am. Do you guys want to say, like, well, what's Who I Am about? Uh, Is it about I who you are? <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Uh, well, pretty much, yeah. Basically, that song was about uh, 
I had a bunch of friends and I kind of realized that I didn't really like a lot of them and I was just kind of pretending at school just to some to, just to make some friends, you know, just have some people to talk to. And so uh, eventually I kind of just was like, you know, screw those friends. I'm going to hang out with my real friends, you know, the guys in my band. And then uh, all of a sudden, or not all of a sudden, obviously, then, uh, you know, uh, sorry. It's just kind of about being who you are, obviously, judging by the title. It's about thinking you're better than people. That's what I got from that. Wait, wait, like in, like in high school where I pretended to like sports I'm so kidding. I didn't have to eat lunch a lot? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was kidding, I was kidding. I didn't no, even put you on the spot. Oh. Um, I used to hate Jim. We won't talk about that. Every tonight, episode, though. are we going to bring this up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talked about this on every series, every episode. Um, it's like if you ever get really, really famous, I'd love to be part of your Wikipedia page where it's like... <laughs> it's just the chapter about hating Jim. <laughs> um... Okay, uh, let's see, when are we talking about putting out the record? Uh, well, we need to get uh, one more song down, and then after that, hopefully late November, that's what we're looking at. Late November, early December, somewhere in there? Yes, hopefully. So it'll be out in 2012? Yes, it okay, will be out in 2012. People Definitely at home, 2012. I just found this out. I didn't even know we were looking at 2012, but it's uh, okay, because that's how a Little Heart Records group works. The <laughs> bands are independent, they do what they do, I'm just there to facilitate. I will <laughs> say about the Little Heart Records group, it is a great deal for bands. I mean, it, it works really well. What formats will you be releasing that record on? Living Proof. Uh, CD and digital. CD and digital, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jim buys all of our vinyls, whether he's heard the band or not. He's very loyal to the vinyl series. And I I will be to cassette if you ever put out cassettes. Um, We should have an amount of cassettes soon, but I won't be announcing that for a little bit. Except (laughs) for right now. Oops. Okay, (laughs) so let's let's talk about... Fan mail. Fan mail. Fan mail. So this one... Is that is that going to be the, the TLC album that came out in 1997? Yes. I forgot about that. I did too. But it's a 90s episode. Wait, you, you forgot about No Scrubs too? <laughs> I don't want so, No Scrubs. If you want to be read on the fan mail, send an email to lhrpodcast at gmail.com. No that, profanity. Uh, no, more profanity. We, yeah, we accept anything, and I'll read whatever. We're just going like, to let him just like, I'm a son of a, my name is Matt House, and I'm a big, stupid nerd. I will read, <laughs> I will read that if you want to send the first three chapters of Moby Dick. I will read that. Uh, just this, the phone book. Page is the phone book scanned. He'll get it on his phone and read so, it. Uh, so I, got, I, I want to preface this with, I woke up to this email. Uh, it was the first thing I saw when I got up this morning. It was uh, from Mr. Cham, who wrote, I have a project for you. And there was no actual body to the email. So I woke up thinking that someone was going to kill me. <laughs> for some reason. Hey, Mr. Cham. I decided to make you a special project so, of mine. I feel like that wasn't spam mail, but spam. No, nah, it was probably spam. Did you email him back? Well, what's the project? <laughs> Dude, what if it's like some like M shit or something, you know? Like, it's you're like, gonna get like directions and like all this stuff and like you're gonna be like a spy. <laughs> it's like some James Bond shit, dude. Well, awesome. If you're not on next week's show, we're gonna know what then happened. You'll know, then you'll know to contact Mr. Cham. <laughs> Mr. Cham. <laughs> Cham. Not even... Mr. Cham at anything? Or? Uh, let's find out. <laughs> TMR dot cham at yahoo.com that sounds like it could be a real person fire him an email and we're gonna get to the bottom shoot him an email just be like what 
What's the project? We're talking about you. Yeah. Does it involve panties? You are on <laughs> the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Just send him a link to the show. Like, yeah. Send him a link to the show. He'll be delighted or confused. <laughs> Someone that requires my special I don't know if you want to do that because you disclosed earlier that you, you recorded this in your living room. Uh-oh. There's about to be like five people dressed in trench coats just come in and drag yeah. him screaming through the door. I've never seen it again. <laughs> I guess I should take the address for Little Heart Records off the internet. <laughs> do what you gotta or, do, buddy. Or not. Or just, not. you know. I get, dude, I get so many demos and things. I would feel weird if I took, if this just, just like stopped a, one day. Just like a P.O. box. Oh, then you gotta check it. Then I gotta go to the post office. I don't even. Right I don't even go to the box downstairs. Like I go get my mail like once a, excuse me, <laughs> once a week. After that, things just piled up, and like the postman started putting stuff on my door, like crumpled up. <laughs> like I get my bills like like just crumpled into a mass. So you're trying to tell us that your mailman just fucking hates you? <laughs> he does. I I took pictures of it one day and took it to the post office and showed the the zip code manager. And she looked at it, and she was just like, well, do you get your stuff out of the box every day? And I was like, well, not every day. And she was just like, well, then you, you know, you need to start picking up your mail more often. Like, she totally made it my fault. That he Which it is! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man. That there might be a kernel of truth in that, honestly. I, don't know. I mean, it is, but like, okay, like, if a customer comes into, like, a store that I work at, and, like, doesn't put their hand out for change, I still have to give them the change. I don't get to, like, just... <laughs> throw it in the air or anything. I mean, like, I can put it on a counter and slide it towards them. Something that's relatively hospitable. No, no, he's allowed to just wad my mail up yeah, and shove it Okay, but, but the equivalent in your scenario would be for him to just, like, walk away and you just be like, cool. And then him turning around, you being that person, be like, where's my change, asshole? You're making it as difficult as possible for that mailman to do his job. And all you have to do, you walk by it every day. We have a giant day. box. We have a giant box for, like, magazines and stuff. You can shove it in there. You walk okay. by it every day. Every day. I don't really. Like, there there there's something important in there. There, there, if, there's not. Nobody I'm, says I'm, me I'm keep, By the except... way, I'm, I'm keeping he could shove it in there for a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> have another, God damn it. We'll have All another, right. another meat dress going on. <laughs> the meat dress episode. Um, anyway, uh, what? We used to call I the... swear you're talking about sucking dick. I said suck a pack of dicks. Suck a pack suck of dicks. It was a reference okay. to something earlier. <laughs> yeah. Before the, I should tell that story real quick. Should I? So one of the guys in one of the bands on my label... Uh, this guy who's a singer in um, Assessor's Architecture. Band? His name's Blake Hester. Um, we have this running joke with him where um, if he smokes a cigarette, to counter the cigarette, he has to suck a dick. So then it escalated and went to a pack of cigarettes meant to pack of dicks. And so I drew this <laughs> drawing of a cigarette pack with a bunch of dickheads hanging out the top and ball sacks hanging out the bottom. Like you do. And it's a pack of dicks. <laughs> right. And uh, so I've, I've drawn this drawing like 15 times on little post-it notes. I don't know where any of the post-it notes are. Like, they've all just <laughs> dispersed across Louisville. I understand one was up in the practice space briefly, but, like, there's just drawings of packs of dicks who knows where throughout the city. So I see you come across box. one. I drew it. Because I doubt anybody else has drawn packs of dicks. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I'd be surprised. <laughs> but it's not a bag of dicks. It's a pack of dicks. Yeah, we're looking for a grassroots movement on this one. we got to <laughs> get all the kids involved. One's gonna get found at a crime scene or something, yeah. <laughs> and it's go. gonna be it's gonna be a deal. 
Oh, it's the pack of dicks. The murderer obviously left this clue for us. Yeah. <laughs> this is calling card. Search the internet for pack of dicks. <laughs> Check the stomach and the anal cavity. <laughs> There's one in there too. Well, speaking of checking Purple. stomach and anal cavities, uh, the worst segue, segue ever. The nineties. The nineties. <laughs> I want to call the episode. I love the nineties, but Jim or we love the nineties, but Jim Jim didn't like that. It made him think of those VH1 shows. But I'll be honest, I, I wanted to because it made me think of those VH1 shows where Michael Ian Black has to be on TV again for two minutes. Where it fades back off into obscurity. <laughs> for... Dude, I just noticed that I, I had never watched Reaper, and I was. Oh, Doesn't he play the devil in that show? Or something? No, he's not the devil, but he's a demon, and he's a demon that gets to go back to heaven. But he's also part of a gay couple. I, I was like, so I feel like... like there's multiple levels of messages there. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. Fair well, there's an episode where like his neighbors don't want to hang out with him because of what he is, so he automatically demon, assumes or... it's the gay thing, oh. and then it turns out it's. No, it's because they know he's a demon. Oh, and his uh, his uh, partner is um, uh, fuck from also from the state. Um, Ken Marina. Okay. Yeah, stunt casting. Stunt casting. It's not from the nineties though, so we no. can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> but the state was from the nineties. State was from the nineties. You want to talk about state? I do. I, I want to state. talk about when MTV was good because like they played music videos, and if they weren't playing music videos, it would be. You know, like MTV's oddities. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, we were in Aeon Flux and... Now, there was a reason that I asked the guys from Think Harder to be on this episode. I'm going to segue into that real quick. Um, Because they, you guys were spurned during the 90s? How old were you when the 90s were over? When the 90s were over, I was six. I was five. So they're not completely cognizant of the 90s, like, as it happened, really. So you really have no memory of MTV being cool. I do not remember That was actually going to be one of the the opening questions. Not at all. Do you remember when the M stood for music? Do you remember that at all? It stands for music? Did you not know that? That changes everything. Oh, did you? Wait, (laughs) it doesn't doesn't anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it now stands for media, apparently. That was, like, their big initiative. Wait, seriously? Well, I actually didn't. I always thought it stood for music. Does it stand for media? Yeah, it now stands for media. They changed it without telling anybody. They changed it without telling anybody when they changed their logo to being the half of the M, and they cut off the music television at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like that was the day that it quit being, and it's it stands for media television now. Uh, yeah, every time I watch initiative. MTV, I just feel like I'm getting like dumber. Yeah, yeah, dumber. Just by yeah. the by the second. Jersey Shore finally got canceled. Thank, Thank God. God. But something like Jersey Shore would have not happened in the '90s. If the '90s was just no, but time. but see, it was like real world, and the way people like look at Jersey Shore now was the way that people looked at real world, where they acknowledged that it was horrible trash TV, but it was like a guilty pleasure. So yeah. now, now, now the people are like, remember when it was just the real world? And you're like, I know, right? That is where it was just good, clean reality TV. And it wasn't. I mean, real world was still, <laughs> still horrible. Garbage. It was still a guilty pleasure, <laughs> yeah. but it wasn't anywhere close to like. The Jersey Shore, where like the same five people are getting in fist fights, and you know, now I'll tell you what MTV was good for in the '90s. It was good for um, Matt Penfield knowing everything, and uh, Kurt Loder, Kennedy being on Alternative Nation, and me having uh, a fake AOL account so that I could download pictures of her naked on a horse (laughs) (laughs) because I did that. Everybody, that's another thing from the '90s that I don't feel gets talked about enough anymore. What AOL? Yeah, it will. <laughs> Poor R Road seventy eight. There, there, there is a, <laughs> a real account. There is a Tumblr blog that is uh, devoted to all of the, uh, like chronologically every single AOL 
demo discs, like the like the, the three three point five floppies. Yeah. yeah, like the very first one had like version one point one, version one point two, and then when it made the switch to the CDs, like every single one of them chronicled. Do you guys even like? Did you guys ever have a computer with a three point five floppy? Nope. No. You guys went straight nope. to computer, right? Straight yeah. to CD. Yeah. CD. I did yeah. have dial up until I was about ten years old. But okay. Other than that, yeah. yeah so we started... remember the noise. I do that. remember that. Yeah. It used to scare the shit out of me. So, you, but you don't remember kids. life pre-internet? Not really. Mm, See, we nope. used to have to do this thing with Doom. We sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I used to have to like memorize this 27 character like a was it ADZ tilde whatever like a whole bunch of strings that you would put into Doom Two, and then sneak into your parents' rooms to turn off the ringers on the phones. And then dial back and forth, and uh, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was real bad. I don't even. I'm, I don't so understand how that works at all. So they don't have about house about like, phone. Like seriously, like, <laughs> to be able to play anything multiplayer required so much precision and so much like. Okay, now when the next phone call happens, don't answer the phone. Hit spacebar on your computer. Don't you know? Don't do anything. Don't pick it up because if you picked it up, you have to start all over. You have to call. Hey man, did you pick up the phone? Okay, I'm putting the string. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I had, I you had, couldn't do it at the same time because your modem had to be on the phone line, so you couldn't be on the phone at the same time as the modem. And then, yeah, it, I actually convinced my parents that in order for it to work, it couldn't be a phone line. It had to be a separate phone line. And I got those dumb motherfuckers to install a second phone line. <laughs> my grandparents installed a second phone line towards the end of uh, having dial up, but then we ended up getting uh, DSL. But they put it on the second line. So then I had DSL without, like, any of the, uh, with no other phones on it. And then that meant no, um, oh, the little adapter pieces so that if you picked up the phone, it wouldn't just destroy everything. Yeah. There was nothing on it. It was See, we, we, the only DSL I think I've ever been on that was just pure, that was the pure bad DSL. Part of living right on the edge of, of J-Town and Butchel. Yeah. Is, uh, we actually didn't get any, we had no options no opportunity for any high-speed internet until I was, uh... I'd moved out. I moved out for internet. That was such a big fucking deal, because... How old were you when this happened? Uh, 17. Jesus. I moved out at 17 specifically because... You wanted internet. My older friend lived in an uh, apartment downtown around this campus. This is starting to sound creepy and skeevy. Yeah, well... Alright. <laughs> so we were boning so I could use his internet. No, I, I, went over, <laughs> I went over there one day and I went, what do you... You're playing games online. He's like, yeah, I don't have to fucking use the phone either. I was like, what? You're downloading all this music too. He's like, yeah, it's called Napster. <laughs> and uh, Napster. Yeah. So, so Napster and Counter Strike. Is Napster the '90s technically? Yeah. Because yeah. I used it in '99. Yeah. Wasn't it okay. created by the same guy as the guy who made Facebook? Kind of. N- something like. Who was like involved in it? Or something? He, he, One of the guys who was got an screwed was an investor. Yeah. I actually but, uh, used Napster. Yeah. That's one thing. The, I, I yeah, actually did too. I was and Counter Strike. I yeah, love Counter Strike. Counter Strike. I, awesome. I literally moved out of my parents' house and uh, lived on an air mattress <laughs> with a milk crate for a computer desk for almost a year, just so that I could, because I couldn't afford furniture, because I had like a minimum wage job, which at the time was what five seventy five. Yeah. Back in my day, we had to walk to school in the snow with no shoes, <laughs> uphill both ways. To pay for our internet. And that's only if you could punch the wolf hard enough to knock it out long enough 
to get run to away. S- run away. Yeah. You did all this so, just to watch some porn. Just to watch some porn. And uh, <laughs> now we have message boards for porn. <laughs> yeah, see, you we still have those, but if you go on them, you get raped. Yeah, that's so the that's, problem that's with the message boards now. They, they, they were uh, BB boards, and you can you can still you can still access them. Uh, Alt dot binaries dot whatever you want. I remember, I remember on AOL you'd be in like the, the, the like the chat rooms and you'd have to like trade people. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I've got that one of Kelly Kapowski in that see-through shirt. What do you got for it? <laughs> and then there's like like a huge leap of faith because it took like three fucking minutes yeah. to send a half megabyte say, JPEG. Imagine, imagine. <laughs> and like you never get anything wait. returned and you'd be like. Like, I trusted you, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine, like, the it's anticipation. Like, sucks to be you, asshole! Just to, like, you're seeing, like, because pictures used to load. Line. Yeah, line, line from the top. Oh, so you'd see her chin, and then you'd and see her like, neck. And then... Oh, I think she's fuck a bikini! <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you have wasted half an hour of your life, <laughs> and you're just disgusted, and you finish anyway. <laughs> but. <laughs> But that's, yeah, alt.binaries.whatever.lib.news. <laughs> so let's see, we opened with MTV and we went on to porn in the 90s. Um, let's talk music in the 90s. Music in the 90s. Now, that, I was actually starting into this earlier because I mentioned that the guys in Think Harder are like, you know, a little on the young side for the topic. But Matt is drawn to 90s music. Mm-hmm. I feel like he should have been born in like 1980, 1983, somewhere in there. Because he would have been the prime age for like the '93 and '97 pop punk explosions, which are like the the majority of his favorite bands. Yeah, and, and um, we'll probably play a game with that later in the episode. But okay, so let's let's talk '90s music though. '90s bands. I, I, I'm a huge fan of like the the big kind of British explosion, where it's like Blur versus Oasis. Mm. And that was like yeah. a big deal. Blur. Oh, yeah. Blur. Yeah, yeah, Blur. I, I can yeah. give you a fist bump on that one, Blur. And uh, I remember being really, really psyched being at, what was it, like, a Disc Jockey Records in Lexington, and they had just released their 22-CD box set, and then mm. mispricing it by, like, a decimal point, <laughs> being able to get that for, like, twenty nine ninety nine instead of, like, $229. <laughs> and, like, the, the guy being like... I'm not sure if this is right. I'm like, yeah, it is. Ring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, just like I miss the idea of just there being lots of music stores, and and even with the like overpriced ones and stuff. Like, I miss even those options existing. Yeah, you know, like in the '90s, you went to Mall St. Matthews, and there was what? There's HMV, and there was. Uh, wasn't there a disc jockey in there before, like, all the remodels that they did? There was, there was like, three shops in there. There was the one over by, like, the JCPenney, and that was the HMV. Yeah. Or Her Majesty's Voice. Um, oh, is that what it's still Is that really still what it stands for? Huh. Huh. I have no idea. And, uh, this also explains why there's still HMVs in Europe, and they're everywhere So BP Europe. stands for British Petroleum. FYE is for, like... Like, either for your entertainment, for your enjoyment, for your ears, for your eyes, it has meant one of those... For your enema? Man, I remember going to a Tower Records and thinking, like, holy shit! <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I remember, I remember wandering into, yeah. like, the Tower Records in New York City and Times Square and being like, there are five fucking floors of this bitch? And, like, finding, like, okay, yeah, they've got a, a Radiohead concert VHS, except it's not a VHS, it's that... 
what is it, the PAL or the HT? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, PAL, the format that's only yeah, when so you're... Yeah, so I was like, like, oh my god, I want this. And, like, there's a sticker on the back saying, like, if you Import, put this into a VHS yeah. player, it won't play it. It was, like, 30 bucks, and I was like, oh, well, that's so bad. <laughs> Um, I used Tower Records in yeah. Nashville used to have department buyers on a store level. I mean, it was it was literally a major corporate record store trying to act like an independent, which was kind of fucking cool. Yeah. Like it was, I mean, they were mildly overpriced, but not independent record store for the mid nineties overpriced. And but they 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 hired people that gave a shit and actually bought for their store and their store's client base. Like I miss stuff like that. I mean, now the only what the only major chains left are Fye and Sam Goody, who have completely gone to a system of just more like Sam Batty. <laughs> but I mean, like they're like eighty percent used yeah. now, and uh, they basically operate like a excuse me, like a GameStop. Like, like a new DVD is twenty nine ninety nine, unless you buy it the day it comes out, where it's on sale for like twenty two ninety nine. Yeah, it's still higher than Target or Best Buy. I will say. My favorite part about music in the 90s, and this is just from, because I, I don't buy really any music now, and I used to buy, like, That's why it's it. okay to download illegally the Nixon record. It's, it's fine. <laughs> no, no, like, like, good luck with that, though, because I tried to illegally download that thing for forever, and I just broke down and bought it. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> don't fuck with Little Heart Records. <laughs> But guess what? I like went fifty fifty on it with somebody, and yeah, just burned him a copy. So I, I thought I gave you yeah, a copy. I, saying, no. I thought I brought it to you. I'll no. burn you a copy. I don't. Anyway, let's take uh... Matt. Don't give away the records. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, so back when I used like I used to like discovering things, like discovering bands, and there weren't a whole lot of outlet other than like say Spin or uh, Much Music. Or those, what yeah. Are, what are those samplers? Were CMJ? Oh, CMJ yeah, yeah, yeah. Samplers and stuff. Dude, and CD samplers you, were the best. If you saw something on the or heard something on the radio, which was usually whatever, it's about as bad as it is now. Uh, <laughs> really? But if you saw something on Alternative Nation or 120 Minutes, you had to wait for that to come back around. There was no instant anything. You couldn't download it. You couldn't hear it. Or you catch, like, the last 30 seconds of a song. You're like, I don't know what the fuck that was, but that's amazing. And then they wouldn't tell you what it was, because maybe they introduced it at the top of the hour, and you're like, listening forever, forever. So that's that's how I heard Refuse. The first time I heard Refuse was Insomnia, watching... I heard the last 20 seconds of uh, Babes in Toyland's... uh, What the fuck is that song? Sweet 69? Yeah, Sweet 69. I had the last, like, 20 seconds of that song, like... A hundred times before I saw the rest of the video. Yeah. It's like two shows in a row we've mentioned Babes and Toyland, Sweet Six. Because they're fucking good. Because they're a good fucking band. <laughs> they need to come back. Here, you know what? You know what? Fine. I'm going to do this on the fucking air right now. I don't have any money, Babes and Toyland, but if you want to do another <laughs> record, I'll put it fucking out. Get a hold of me. That's Puckett at LittleHeartRecords.com. Are, are you tweeting this? What are you doing? But no, I'm just going to bring them up on Wikipedia to see but if it has I'm to be, relatively sure they're broken yeah, up. It only has to be as good as the first half of Fountainelle or the first half of... Uh, Nemesisters. Uh, yeah, Nemesisters. Yeah. Maybe as good as Spanking Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But it, it doesn't even have... It could be an EP. You do, no pressure. All right? It's I cool. will put that shit out. 
And we, we, we will put out an unlicensed <laughs> yeah. greatest hits. For <laughs> <laughs> I will put together my favorite Babes in Toyland songs. I have already done a Babes in Toyland <laughs> list on Spotify. There if you, you like it, follow me on Spotify. Okay. Um, I don't know. I really. But that, that was my point. Was yeah. You you didn't know what the hell you were getting into. So I would go to your ecstasy with all of my you know money. I guess. That's what you buy things with, right? <laughs> uh, so, my beaver pelts and uh, now, and, and uh, I would if I had not heard of a band, I would go by how good their name was, or how that awesome, is how I bought yeah. a Bear Junior CD yep. and was really bummed out. And how awesome their their uh, how awesome their cover art was. But that's how I got into the Dead Kennedys. That's how I got into Descendants. That's how I got into uh, Goblin Cock. Goblin Cock. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you and, saw uh, Goblin Cock and, and just thought that's, that's how I man. learned that I uh, <laughs> absolutely though. fucking hated text. But, you know. Yeah. Despite having half of Refused in it. So, like. Alright, well. There's we're at the halfway point of the show, so let's take a second and we're going to check out. Goblin uh, Cock. Is <laughs> 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 Goblin Cock goblin like the, the pinback no, side project? It, no, it's a fucking. like. It's I, a band called it? Goblin Cock. I think it's the uh, pinback side project. I hope so, because every one of their albums has a goblin with a giant penis on it. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, check out their albums. It's just a great band name. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this really is going to be uh, Don't Wait Up. And uh, first song we're going to listen to is One Way on Maple. Uh, it's from their EP Special Fried Rice. And uh, I have no other information. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, their CD's available on CD Baby if you're into it. All right, so this is Don't Wait Up.
Alright, and that was Don't Wait Up. The uh, song again was called One Way on Maple, and later in the show we're going to play the song Jordan for you. Uh, Jim, while we were listening yeah, to that... Yeah, Pinback Side Project. It is the Pinback Side Project for Goblin Cock, if you were keeping score at home. My mind is now blown. <laughs> Completely blown. Pinback, who also have a, a new album coming out. I feel like you were going to say something right before we went to the break. I was going to say, uh, in terms of like actually finding new music, do you prefer the experience of going to the like record stores and finding music, or just going on Pandora and finding like yeah. a lot faster? But I mean, okay, like, Pandora both. is more like the experience of going to a music store, except you're still seated on your ass. But like <laughs> Facebook, where like a new track goes up from a band and they just tell me, I don't get the same satisfaction that I get. Like, from. They're, they're, you have absolutely nothing invested in that. I I remember. You know, going and if they had a listening station, that was awesome. Oh my god, listening stations were the shit. Like, like it used to be that you would, you know, you're 16, you get your license. Saturday, you might go to four or five records, everyone in town, because you were like trying to find like the maxi CD single that you pay like 12.99 for. It's the same price as the CD because you wanted like, oh, I really want that. Ben Folds 5 single where they do the Japanese version of Song for the Dump. You couldn't fucking download that. You had to literally buy it. And so you'd go to every single one and somebody's like, I might be able to order it for you. It could be <laughs> six to eight weeks, maybe. And that anticipation, yeah. like, you got rewarded for it. Now with Spotify, records that I went out of my fucking way to get, like old Green Day imports, like um, uh, Bowling Bowling Parking Parking and Tune in Tokyo and stuff, like that stuff, like, I had to go through some effort to get. So you know? In order to be, like, old man yeah. boner. And now it, they're like, all on Spotify. Tra- and Tracking down Nirvana's hormoning was, like, mm-hmm. like a legacy award. If, if somebody's talking so, about yeah. Nirvana and you're like, hey, if you, you guys want to come over, I finally track down a copy of hormoning, they'd be like, fuck yeah, let's yeah. go. You <laughs> used to know a guy that knew a guy that had out, outcessed It's like, because suddenly you were See, you were a dude that had six Nirvana <laughs> yeah. songs that nobody had fucking that's, heard before. That's how fucking Dr. Domingo got his job is he had a big record collection. Yeah, I'm sure. Seriously. <laughs> that's how he got his entire job. And, and I'm not going to say that, like, that, that I don't myself partake in these easy, these easy methods now. Because I do. But... I don't know. It just felt more rewarding when you finally had the prize and when you actually got to show it to people like, hey, look at this. And, and I think that's one reason why I'm enjoying collecting vinyl so much because vinyl collectors still get to brag about that stuff because they're still like the rarity numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, look at this. This was a, a Green Day Live record that was only printed to 300 copies in Italy. You know, like, I got that shit. That gives me the same feeling that I used to get for tracking down import singles and stuff yeah. like that. And then, but, like, and they're and they're still doing stuff where it's like, okay, yeah, this, you know, I've got three or four different records that have hidden tracks hidden after locked grooves. And unless you have a person that has a really dedicated setup that really wants to do like a vinyl rip of something, it's like I have this, and as near as I can tell, it's not been released on mp3 you can't get it on itunes and if it exists anywhere it's a vinyl rip from somebody's collection so you still have that like i worked for it i earned it and i paid money for it that's that's the thing is i paid money for it so like me i would buy stuff blind like never having heard it never had any whatever so but since i paid money for it i already had that this has to be worth my time because i spent money on it and there was no easy way like 
And you'd you spend like, like half of a bad yeah. album trying to convince yourself it was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I've done that a few times yep. actually. But but if if it was good, then you felt rewarded and you mm-hmm. had that like idea of like, holy shit! It's like like when I thought that I had discovered masturbating. Like, <laughs> nobody knows about this. I have to tell everybody. This is the greatest. You're like calling all your friends, like convincing them. It's like, no, yeah, the the entire Toadies album is good. It's not just that one <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah. The whole thing's good. You can get it at Circuit City for like eight ninety nine this week. Yeah, do it because it's great. And I think people were more into bands because of that because they had that like. Mm-hmm install base like I paid money for it it is worth my time this is mine mm-hmm. I'm not sharing it with anybody else except when I go to one of their shows I'm sharing it with everybody but they don't like them as much as I do because I bought you know their Japan only whatever but yeah that, I, I mean like when you when you when you bought a CD even if you didn't like it you would listen to the entire, entire yeah. thing like three times now it's like oh yeah I've heard you know this whatever record's really good and you might listen to a couple songs, like like because it's just clicking. You hence, know? Yeah. Hence, hence the corn issues story that I told. Yeah. So to get you guys, I, on my birthday, corn put out a record. Mm-hmm. Back when corn was actually good, right. or so I thought at the time. The, this would be like ninety eight. I, I don't know. Ninety nine. Yeah, I was. We'll be in the two thousands at this point. I, I Fall car. leader came out in ninety eight. Okay. So sorry. So ninety eight. So I um, back when there was an ear ecstasy, the fantasy land of ear ecstasy. I drove I in cut. their second location, yeah. not the place they ended up before they closed. So I, uh, it's yeah. now a Panera Bread. I cut <laughs> school. Oh, I know. I, know. I cut <laughs> school on my birthday. Went and picked up Corn's issues. Uh, got it in my car. Had a pretty bitchin' Kenwood. Uh, oh God! CD this story. Player. I forgot about this. Um, and it was Mexican jazz. And I was like, "Oh, that's a pretty good goof." Track two. Uno, dos, tres. More Mexican jazz. <laughs> Track three. I listened to the whole fucking album before I realized this is Mexican jazz. <laughs> like, this isn't a joke. Like this isn't like because they used to do weird stuff like fifty-two tracks of silence before the actual CD would start. You know stuff like that. So I was like, oh well, maybe. And they used to do things, cool things that CD players used to be able to do, like a like a rewind past track one and you get track zero, which is a completely different song. Or in between tracks, they would have little songs. So I figured, well, maybe it's in between the Mexican the jazz. The real albums. And I have to tracks. listen to the Mexican jazz so that the negative numbers are the actual. No. I listened to that Mexican <laughs> jazz record three times before I took it back and went, dude, what? And he goes, I know, it's bad, okay? <laughs> and uh, it was Mexican jazz. And I. I tra- he let me trade it for the actual CD, but I would have rather had the Mexican jazz CD. Because <laughs> it's a much better story. Than- <laughs> but, you know, I never would have listened to that whole fucking record now. I would have gone, oh, what is this Mexican jazz shit next? Spotify. Please, next. I, uh... I used to I used to go out of my way to get when I really liked a band I used to go out of my way to get like all the singles all the imports all the alternate cuts that showed up on imports and all that stuff and 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 at one point I had literally every single Blink One Eighty Two anything up until I guess self titled but like both mm-hmm. like everything that came out of Dude Ranch everything that came out around between Dude Ranch and Cheshire Cat. Did you do? Did you all three of the take your pants and jacket with the three different? Yeah, I have all three bands. of them. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, but you know, and the, and like I, I felt like stuff, I accomplished man. something by getting all that, mm-hmm. and now. Oh, that like, was the, that was the thing too, man. It was like opening up. I forgot all about that. All of us went like a big group of like five of us bought that record, taking yeah. pants off and jacket, because we heard that there were differences in two thousand one. But I'll accept but it. But still, still, <laughs> you know, it was like a, it was like fucking Christmas. Like we were yeah. opening up, like going, "Oh, I got the yellow one. Oh, I got the red one. Let's see what the bonus songs are." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember that's doing why that. I don't have all the tracks because I know there's tracks on the album mm-hmm. I don't have. Yeah, yeah. that's one, why one I didn't know that. Yeah, there's that. three different versions of it. Uh, the red one, which is the Mark one. The yellow one was I had the, the I had the yellow one, and that Travis was the, one. Travis and the one blue the, was Tom or something. Yeah. Or what, are the, what are the three tracks? Because I well, there's there's two tracks exclusive to each version. Mm. Um, so let's see. There's uh, the fuck a dog. The, yeah, fuck a dog. I fucked a grandpa. <laughs> um, something about a. Grandma eating a hot dog or something. Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Mother's Day. Day. Uh, Mother's, Mother's Day, Day is the one out. that's just going. Um, fuck a dog. It's Mother's Day. Yeah, at the end, but it's like sucking and fucking, yeah. fucking, and touching, <laughs> sucking and fucking, and touching, yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking and fucking. I have that and, one. Yeah, and then uh, but then the that's one of them actually had instead of like two terrible joke songs, it had like two really good songs. I can't remember which one that was. Also, one of them just had like Blink One Eight Two covering Rushes. Why? Why is it? But yeah, like I, like there was Come more on, chase guys, to it's it. Tom Sawyer, <laughs> sing along with me. But what? Like, how awesome would that be if, like, right after like Mother's Day, just like like they did just something weird <laughs> like that? It's like, like Blink One Two covering Yes. <laughs> Blink One Two did this the awesome nine minute version of In the Court of the Crimson King. And I, well, <laughs> Saturday in the Park. Well, I wanted um, <laughs> so I wanted to get the old stuff, and I went to chase the old stuff, right? So, like, I got, um, the first copy of Cheshire Cat that I had on vinyl was one of the original pressings that just said Blink. Mm-hmm. It didn't actually have the 182 on it. And it didn't have the three extra tracks that made it a full length. Um, and so, like, you know, that thing's, like, old as shit. And it got destroyed in the flood. And it really depresses me that I don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, and, like, I was trying to actually cop- get a copy of the Buddha tape. You know, like, I wanted the tape. And I was willing to, like, you know spend the money but that was right before torrenting went totally mainstream mm-hmm. and when that happened the people that had that stuff quit selling and quit trying to profit from it would just make their rips and sell bootleg cds over the internet and then all of a sudden it was in torrent folders and like the chase became nearly impossible because nobody else was chasing anymore yeah so like i mean i've heard all that stuff now but well, that's what's, like it's, it's not near as special as having the tape. I would, you know, I would, I would do the whole mystique thing too. Like that, there was a certain level of mystique with bands in the '90s that stopped. I would say beginning of 2000 or advent of the internet, advent of torrenting, where since everybody's so connected, you know that they're just like you. Whereas in the '90s, I thought Trent Reznor, you know, flew on ghosts and lived in a coffin-shaped <laughs> castle. I had no idea of knowing, you know, anything about anybody. Except for what you read in interviews, which were always like, king of his domain. You know, everybody was like fucking kiss. My favorite. Like, you didn't know oh, Trent Reznor 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 magazine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. My favorite Trent Reznor interview, which I think is well after the 90s, but I'm going to mention it anyway. He just got done making some music video with Marilyn Manson where like, apparently they were like making out in a hot tub or something. <laughs> no, that's the Star Factor. Yeah, Star Factor's Incorporated video. Yeah, yeah. But that, like, at that time when that video came out, they had like hated each other for years. Right. So that was like a big deal. But, but it's about, it was about when um, the actual interview was about like him coming out of retirement. 
because mm-hmm. you know he hadn't done a lot of stuff in the last, that for yeah, a couple the years. Fragile came out in '99. They it's hadn't like, done anything years. since like well, since '94. So yeah, yeah like he like disappears. Years. You know, for a while he disappeared from the '90s. Shows up again. And well, he like, only the interview, put out like six remix albums yeah. in that time period. And and like when he comes back, he's like they're doing this interview with him about like you know like how has things changed? What are your goals? What are your aspirations? And he's like, I want to make music videos with hot women. Because I just made my last music video making out with Marilyn Manson. I kind of feel like I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> like I'm paraphrasing, but I'm not paraphrasing by much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to make music that it was right before he did like the, uh, didn't one of the records have like a second record that was a piano, like all instrumentals or okay, something? Okay. No, that, that you're, you're talking about the, uh, uh, and all that could have been DVD. If you got the special edition, it had a, a CD. It was a. No, it was no, right it, before that came out. It, 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 it was it was the the DVD, and then it was the two disc CD set. And the deluxe edition had like the the breakdowns, whereas like piano stuff. Well, hold on, Jacob. No, I, I saw nine, you whispering. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails. You were yeah, asking yeah, what he was asking about. Nine Inch Nails. Nine nails. Sorry, I lost nine track of the conversation. And Trent Reznor. Before yeah. he did uh, soundtracks like Danny Elfman. Yeah. Now he does soundtracks like. Uh, uh, he, he used the to network. Be the, yeah, he used yeah. to be the social reason. network. Social network. And network was the dragon thing. tattoo. Yeah. The, the main thing I know about Nine Inch Nails is after I watched the video of Closer for the first time, I went and took a shower. Yeah. I like you can't watch that video on. So you haven't seen the Broken movie? <laughs> no. Oh. Okay, the Broken movie <laughs> is or uh, the the EP for Broken mm-hmm. accompanied a movie that was effectively banned. By the distributor saying that we're not going to touch this thing. Mm-hmm. They thought it was a snuff film. And because <laughs> because it's kind of a was. snuff film. And yeah, it's it's a, a video for all six songs, and it also features guest Bob Flanagan, aka well, the, the super masochist. And uh, what was he like? Nail his dick to a thing. Yeah, he he used to, he was famous because he had a, a was it a, where your lungs fill up with fluid. Yeah. And uh, he he would um, go to like extreme like back when the Jim Rose Circus and stuff like that where it was cool to like you know nail your hands to a board and fly around or whatever. So um, that's the kind of stuff that's in the guy, broken yeah, movie. The, the guy. Uh, this was the nineties. Yeah, and this guy, is what you missed. The guy that he was talking. <laughs> oh, about, I didn't miss much. Uh, the guy he was talking about this? used to like uh, have performance pieces where he would show up and nail his penis to a like a plank of wood. Um, and he was famous for doing this, and that's all he would do. And so, I guess the video for Happiness and Slavery is basically him being was like, brutally yeah. tortured. Him getting like a, his, like these claw pinchers are like, like pulling, like pulling his, his nipples his and then dick and like, like really far out, and like and twisting his like like you're like, am I watching a music video? <laughs> and like 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 it's you know before you know it's like computer graphics editing, it's like like that dude is really getting tortured. But this this is like. <laughs> Things that you found from, again, friend of a friend of a friend. Dude, I got this too. I, I stumbled you across know. that. I guess the EP so came out in 1992. It's like, it's like oh, uh, I, this is banned in America. You can't see this stuff. You know, Somebody somebody handed me like a VHS tape, and it was one of the... the this cooks. is a stranger on the street in a trench coat that handed it to No, me. no, it was, <laughs> it, it was a friend of one of the cooks at like a restaurant where a buddy works. And like we were like had like a nine inch nail shirt on. It's the like, sketchiest relationship I think I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was like that. It was like that because like when you were just like 
I'm gonna blow this kid's fucking mind. And again, like like you know, a 22 year old giving you know a 15 or 16 year old like a VHS of this stuff is, I mean, it's probably a criminal <laughs> act. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now you can just like go to like torrentfreak.com, download the broken movie, and you're like, oh, it's tame as shit look compared at, to everything yeah. else like, you see on like closure. Yeah, I, I bet he would watch it and think. I've like, seen. Yeah, you just go to ogreish.com. I've probably now seen worse. Yeah, you, I'm gonna be honest. With I mean, you if you're one. if you're a kid with a high speed internet access, I mean, shit, like like one one man one jar is worse. And you know. fucking go to go to fucking. I think it was uh, hilarious. Are you kidding? Do you remember <laughs> the episode of Two Girl where we watched Two Girls One Cup on air, and I got sick? I still have never it seen that. I don't want to. Finally. But now knowing it, that it's fake, is I'm it like, fake? How yeah, did... they, they came out and they were like, "Yeah, it's oh, fake. It's ice cream." Oh, uh, but uh, that's depressing. Yeah, if you if you I don't know, that... like even if it is ice cream, that close up of the butthole shitting, that's real, that's, and yeah. that is actually when I was ready to vomit. So okay. I don't then, think uh, it, don't, it would have uh, been a thirty minute BJ. And it, it, it was a thirty minute BJ episode. Yeah. Then don't ever go to Reddit. I, I left and, the room. Uh, go to uh, <laughs> Space Dicks. Uh, or <laughs> Real World, or Clop, Clop, Clop. org though, is completely safe. <laughs> Lim, uh, meat Spin? Meat spin. I, I always love that, that, that sign of like the guy at a, at a corner of a gas station being like, you sick of high gas prices? LemonParty.org. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one I saw it was like, Democrat, Republican, vote Lemon Party. Have you guys, <laughs> have you guys seen these, uh, these Lay's potato chip like flavor maker things? Yes. yes. Okay, oh, and you can like great. make up a flavor and then there's like a drop down and you can do this stuff and then you can share it with your friends. And I put up some stuff like man meat, which is just three types of sausage. Um, and I did human, which was sausage and salt. Um, but as I did all these different like flavors, the one that I got probably the most comments on was lemon party. And it's just lemon flavored chips, but I called it lemon party. Did we ever talk about the fucking uh, the Mountain Dew thing that got pulled? No. Oh, the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they put up a they put up a Granny Smith like apple flavor, and they were like, they're like name our flavor, and Fortune uh, got a hold of it, and the winners, the winners when they they finally pulled it were like uh, Grandma's pussy, and like just variants of Grandma's but number one. But number one was. Yeah. <laughs> was Hitler did nothing wrong? You know what? I'm just gonna raise my hand here. I was part of that thread. Oh, so you know that what? Is fucking I'm amazing. proud of that. I started crying at work because I was like, so, so. Well, like, like, what if that contact, like, like the contest was like a legally binding contract? <laughs> it's like, like they had to. It's like, it's like, well, we're, we're, we're legally bound to do like one run of these chips. <laughs> You just go into the store and see those. You don't know anything about the content. <laughs> <laughs> flavor of Mountain Dew. Hitler did nothing Hitler wrong. With a hint of apple. Why does this taste Fuck. like mustard? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they'd have to like, like put, put like signs up. you like, like we told you that we were extreme. Believe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so we're running out of time. So, uh, we should probably really play... I feel like we've talked about the 90s. <laughs> we really have. <laughs> I just ranted like an old man about the good old days. I, I, I wanted to rant about the chicken little. That was from, from the, the 90s, 90s originally. Did you eat one? Did you have a new one? No! My, I ended up going out to dinner with my father-in-law. I was gonna, I was gonna bring one to the show and be you like... You could have gone to KFC with your father-in-law. 
Eh, but I mean, like, you if I'm gonna get, roll. like, a free meal out of my father-in-law, I'm not going to KFC. If I understand correctly from the commercial, it's not like the original it's chicken It's not. Roll. It's a snacker. Uh, it's a snacker with pickles and uh, uh, the the Colonel's spicy mayo. Why do you lie to me, KFC? The, 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 the thing is, like, from, from my Googling, uh, basically, they rename the, the snacker, basically, the uh, KFC employees are saying... Uh, there's been an ingredient change from the snacker, so it doesn't have lettuce as pickles now, and we'd really prefer it if you refer to it as the chicken little. I'm sure so that like, it's, like, a, it's a big problem with the people making well, 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 like, minimum you know, wage. And... Because, because you're ringing it in, like, uh, okay. like, like one guy was just like, because like, you'd be like, you know, I got a 10-piece meal, go ahead and start it. Okay, what else? Two snackers, and you're like, no, I ordered two chicken littles. Two snackers, and, and you're just like... What the fuck, you asshole? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the old thing? Just because I saw those advertisements for the, the first time can, today. Oh, it was the best thing in the world. They were fucking delicious. It, it was, was like a White Castle-like chicken sandwich. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah really they, they, were, they were like 45 cents. Yeah, they were dirt cheap, too. It, it was like a chicken patty the size of a White Castle. Heck in my like day. Two pickles. Three of those and a soda, and you were set. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Dude, it, it, was, it, it is the best. Like, if you... You know, search Facebook. There, you will find multiple campaigns to bring, it, to bring it back. Kind of like Surge. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. God, I miss Surge. Sur- and I've the got Surge the CD. I got the fucking dude. Sampler. It's in my car right now. Yes. I was listening to that today. Okay, you, you great example. You of can 90s. actually find a pretty decent uh, recipe uh, to make your own Surge. It involves uh, <laughs> caffeine pills, high C's Ecto Cooler, which I think they recently <laughs> took off the market. And there is oh, like, Ecto Cooler's been gone a while. I've got recipes to make the Ecto Cooler. So that we can make the surge. Yeah, <laughs> breaking bad shit. Yeah, I feel like this is just going to turn into some kind yeah. of drug. It's and, not and, surge and, anymore. Yeah, you need to just make meth. And then you have yeah. to do the, uh, the the carbonation part. But these people were like, like, Jones, like, like I've got it pretty close. In you a blind taste it. test, like you wouldn't be able to really tell the difference between my product and surge. I kind of wonder if surge exists somewhere in the world. Maybe it probably does. You know, like a lot of those drinks when they get licensed out and it does really well in another country, they pull it from America, but like. Like, Diet Mellow Yellow has existed everywhere else in the world for, like, a while. Huh. We just got Diet uh, Mellow Yellow Zero recently, but, like, Diet Mellow Yellow's still been on the market for, like, 15 years in the rest of the world. I wonder if there's, like, a small There's probably, like, in, like, Uganda, like, Surge just everywhere. I thought you could order Surge online. I thought you could. Can you not? Check it out. Order Surge online? Yeah. While we're talking about older soda, do you guys remember uh, when Halo 3 first came out? The yes. original Mountain Dew Game, Game, Fuel? Game Fuel? That was delicious. The yeah. new Game Fuel's not the, the same The new Game thing. Fuel sucks. It's we, not uh, the same thing. When, when World of it's Warcraft not, expansion came out and they redid it in the two flavors, they had the orc and the... Uh, the we used to call that, um, to differentiate between the two, it was orc cum and uh, <laughs> night elf titty juice. <laughs> because that's who was on the cover. So that's, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Night elf titty juice. There's one that can, that's out now that tastes very similar to the original one. Now. Yeah, it's, it's like, like Mountain Dew Voltage, I think. So. No, it's like the Dark Knight kind of <laughs> the Dark Knight, whatever it is. The purpley. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it actually yeah. tastes kind that's of similar. Really somebody, good. somebody put uh, they had a little uh, stand up of Batman and Kroger, and somebody gave it cross eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh okay, sp- speaking of '90s colors, who remembers Josta? Fuck yeah! Oh, that's what was gross. Uh, kick and squirt. 
<laughs> squirt and, uh, squirt still exists. Squirt still exists. Yeah, squirt does, sounds does, familiar. You just have to drive down south. Does clearly Canadian still exist? No, but the well, Walmart knockoff clearly American survived uh, and still exists. Bullshit. Because America wins every time. <laughs> Fucking clearly Canadian pubes is what that is. Clearly Canadian was the shit. Clearly Canadian was amazing. Squirt, um, you know flavored water now? Carbon yeah. Flavored. That's all it was. But back then, but before oh, yeah. all these ones now. Back then, you would go to like Epcot Center, and they'd go, uh, "Oh, to be more ethnic, we're giving you, you know, uh, carbonated water." And you're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> this isn't soda." You couldn't go to like, like I don't remember being able to get it like at Kroger for a while. You could only get it from like fancy coffee shops. Yeah, you had to go to Sam's or uh, yeah. Clearly Canadian yeah. is what it was called. I'm sorry, it was, it not, was not flavored Sam's. carbonated water. Not Sam's in the '90s. It was Pace. Not about pace. Yeah, I don't know what that is. And Ames, Ames, and uh, uh, um, well, there were more Save a Steps. There was and, a uh, Venture, there which was no, like a Target. There were no Dairy Marts. There were uh, convenience uh, children's children's um, children's palace. Palace. Yeah, where street. the Best Buy is over on Shelby Road now. There used to there be used a toy to be store a called Children's fucking Palace. Castle. <laughs> it looked like it was a castle. fucking castle. Full surge soda can, ninety nine dollars on eBay. Fuck. What? But then you couldn't drink it. You couldn't no, drink you it. Just, it'd have to be flat by now, right? Oh, there are two of them. Oh, well, that's, that's that changes everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's no, no. It's a buy it now for a hundred dollars. But they have to. It's a hundred dollars per for two. Okay. Warning: not for consumption. <laughs> <laughs> Do not drink as product is long past its date. One single full 12-ounce can of Surge Soda. Near mint condition. Completely full Near can. mint. Original U.S. logo and design. 1998. Rubbed it around a little bit. Yeah, that that, God damn, that Surge comp. Full original comp, label. And it was awesome. It came with two discs. Will not be held responsible was, if you choose to consume the item. And, and what you do was, like, it came with two discs, and you were supposed to tear the one off and share it with a friend. So not only was it a comp to share music, but literally with the purpose of sharing music with others. Yeah. And it opened it with uh, Jimmy World 17. Mm-hmm. Um, it had L7 on it. It had um, Silver Jet. Five for Fighting. F- Five for Fighting back before they um, got all shitty and did uh, Superman songs. Skeleton Key. Yeah. That song was awesome. Um, oh, fuck yeah, dude. God, um, the Five for Fighting song was uh, Bella's Birthday. Bella's Birthday. Oh, yeah, with the piano. Yeah. Bella's That's so awesome, Serge. That looks like a um, one from the Rugrats for some reason. <laughs> yeah, like I totally have been listening to that CD off and on for like, the last like, month probably. That's fucking good. Love uh, that CD. Was it, uh, um, that Come On Everybody song? Come On Everybody! Yeah. Come on in here and spit. Yeah, yeah. like, who was this? Isn't that like Dilated Peoples like or something? Something like that. Or Somebody. You'd be 40 or something. You'd be 40? I'm going to have to look this up. I got it. I'm pulling it up right now. <clears throat> Search the... I, like, I, I really thought that That's what you think. What? He... he when he said, come on, everybody, it was some sort of everybody. strange, like, pause between the words, and I thought he literally just, come, come on, everybody. everybody. Like, that was, a, that was a song name. I was like, what was wrong with the this 90s? Is, but. Yeah. <laughs> then I realized it's what the fuck is wrong with my generation. Yeah, this is what the internet is. Shoelace, I Mother Earth, Another Sunday, Us Three, yeah, Come time. On Everybody, Luscious Jackson, Electric, <laughs> Skeleton Key, Watch the Fat Man Swing, Stir Looking for My Head, Killer Hair, Supernova, Vitamins, Fire for Fighting, Bell's Birthday, Vitamins, Cake, vitamins Silver yeah. Jet, Kid, The Hazies. I'm gonna take my vitamins, the good for you, the good for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta gotta this, take your vitamins. You better take a look at that open. You better take this is what we had. This is what we had in the nineties. Because yeah, you didn't. You you had what you could pay for, and uh, it was free search CDs. Yeah, and my 
experience. It was lots of Soundgarden, lots of free surge CDs. But that, I think that was my like that was my first comp. I think. Pantera. Because about a couple years later, I got the first Punkarama that I got, which was Punkarama Two. Say so when uh, when they finally opened up the first Hot Topic in St. Matthews, or uh, wait, was, no, first was Hot Topic in Louisville was in J Mall. Yeah, yeah J Mall. I went in there. Which I, I would got, go, I would cut school to go there I in got, high school. Uh, yeah, we used to cut school because that was the only Now I work down the hall from it and it just has and no And the power only over fucking me. Chick-fil-A in town was at Bastard Manor. And Which we, is no longer we, a mall. Yeah. <laughs> and we used to cut school when you could smoke in there and smoke in the mall and uh, eat Chick-fil-A. And they had a Sam Goody. And they had a Sam Goody. The yeah. Hot Topic used to be somewhat good. Like, uh, yeah, now, kind of. I liked yeah. it when I was in like fifth grade, but now be... I look back and it's all like Justin Bieber, Nicki Minaj, yeah. just all See, that awful you, crap. You went in... We used to call it goth topic because it was all goth it shit was. when we complained. Yeah, about it. it was. You would go with, but they like, have format. I feel like I remember like a goth when it was kind of. I remember when it was still somewhat like that. Like that. Yeah. you would you would go in and like it would be the store that like the moms would walk past and be like, mm. you'd be like, mom, I want to go in there real quick. And like, mm, Get your fucking studded belt. That's like an S and M shop. I'm not gonna let you. But that's where I went. That's actually where I got my original punk rock got a little bracelet. And I oh, I have to go get my punk rock gauntlet out of they, the closet. Uh, they, I'll be right back. They tricked <laughs> me into uh, they tricked me into buying double exposure, which was a uh, uh, a two disc thing that I knew nothing about any of the bands. And now, like, I go back. I'm like, oh shit! I had a Hot Water Music Comp. I had a Enkindles. <laughs> like all these fucking bands that I know of now. At the time, I was like, I literally made. Um, on the back of my comp were little marks that I had made with a pen. It's like, this band's good. This band's good. This band's good. I had, like, the same thing. There was an album. Uh, it was Rock Against Bush 2, just because yep. I wanted uh, a favorite song or something. Like, yeah, and then... I voted. What, like, what I, the... Well, I, I got that on Hot Topic. Yeah, but <laughs> this, I had voted three times with that. For point. those of you at home <laughs> that can't see, this is a gauntlet. This is like, okay, it's like beyond a wristband. It goes up over my, the back of my back of my arm or hand, I mean, and has what twenty five spikes. That's a lot of spikes. Is that, like, yeah, they're not that sharp. That looks like something just straight out of the kinkiest part of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> not that I've read it, but from what I've heard. Uh, and you, let's see. You, know. you used to be able to fucking buy gimp masks at Hot Topic, except that's not what they called them. First time I ever went to like, a strip club, I didn't realize I had this on and actually got inside with it. It was also Easter. There's a whole lot of wrong with my first trip to a strip club. You got, you got inside the stripper with it as much as No, saying. I didn't get no. up in there with it. But like, okay. yeah, and um, I was, it was like 18 and we went and I wasn't paying attention. Like we went on a Saturday night and I didn't realize it turned into midnight. You said Easter. I didn't realize it turned into midnight. I'm oh, going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm just like, huh, I'm in a strip club on Easter. I have to go to church in the morning with my grandma. <laughs> We need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> but you fought the werewolves. Yeah, did you just make an abortion joke about this? I, I think when you make jokes, when he realized that when he, he makes the jokes about, onto the show, it's funnier. <laughs> he was talking about uh, getting all up in the stripper, and I was like, and that was with my first gauntlet? abortion. Yeah, with the gauntlet. Yeah, <laughs> with, with a gauntlet. With a gauntlet. The, uh, important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always wanted. God, to, I wanted. To I'm not entirely a, sure what's appropriate. You want to try this on? <laughs> I, I like feel like you want to. I wanted to make a, a shirt because I make those those parody shirts that are terrible, and I wanted to make a sequel to Luigi's Mansion. He's got the vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah. oh. That thing that might should be called a Plan C. Plan C. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, sir. Do we still want to play the trivia game? Uh, do we want to play the trivia game? Yeah. Or do we want to keep talking about music? Do it. I'll play. I mean, okay. 
Um, so not. Okay, so here's how it works. Here's how it works. We're going over. This is how the trivia game's gonna work. Me and Haas are gonna take turns asking questions about stuff from the 90s, like like factoids, trivia things. We give you like a. What was the name of the first girl I kissed? <laughs> but all the questions are be 90s based. Trevor Goodwin. <laughs> <laughs> all the Tell questions are going to be. The uh, Did I masturbate <laughs> in Village 8? All oh, the questions are going to be 90s yeah. based. And um, we'll try to gear it towards like music and stuff. Because here's the thing. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, Matt is very keen on 90s music. So I feel like he, he's, he's a contender here. And, um, but Jim remembers everything. With a mind like a steel trap, so Jim will probably win. I, I don't see no. myself doing very where, good where, at all. Where are you getting the factoids? Are you just going to make from my sure? mind? Okay. Okay. From my mind. Okay, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you're fucked and with that gauntlet. But I'm going to try to like I'll, I'll try to keep it with stuff that I think Matt would be slightly more aware on. Stuff that he could probably get a, a one-two guess out of. Sure, sure. Um, and and uh, Jim, I might make your questions a little bit harder. Oh, so it's, oh, it's not like a he gets a question. Steal? If he misses, you can steal it. You okay. get a question, and you miss, he can steal it. Okay, okay. just be okay. a dick and just shut up the answer as soon as I know it every time. <laughs> okay, so let's let's start let's start with the band that I know you're aware of. All right. Okay. The first question is going to be a Blink One Eight Two question. Okay. 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 Uh, what was their first record of all the records that came out in the '90s? It's one of the ones from the '90s. What was their first record to go certified gold? Certified gold. Certified gold. First record to actually do it. Probably was Dude Ranch, wasn't it? No. No, it wasn't. It did go certified gold, but not first. Uh, okay. Jim, do you know the answer? That actually would have been my guess, but now I'm going to say Animal of the State. It was. No points awarded, though, since I gave, apparently gave it away. <laughs> I don't know. No, I We're mean, making this game up as we go. I figured it would have been one of those two. Yeah, uh, it actually went gold, and Dude Ranch then ended up going gold after. I would have thought on, on, on the, on the strength of damn it, it would have gone gold. Yeah, it was close, but not quite. It was like in like that forty thousand or whatever. <laughs> and uh, then after Enemy of the State came out and went platinum in a very short period of time, because that, that was that was when like uh, that was part of well Enemy of the State was anyway part of like the trend of let's put a porn star on our album cover and or uh, music video. Yeah, because it was like Blink One Eight Two, and then uh, Zebrahead did it, and then. Well, Zebrahead just did that every record. Well, I mean, but that was like when Playmate of the Year. Can we like bring back that trend? Yeah, album cover ideas yeah, is are that, coming back that, now. I mean, if it we sounds... can, do you want to put a porn star on your record? Dude, is that I'm what not... you're saying? Yeah. Do you know porn stars? Uh, I know a girl I, who's been in op porn. I, I know <laughs> that there's like one porn star that was from Louisville, but I don't think she lives. I in had Louisville. an she, ex. She lives in L- Ooh, Misty. I know a lot no, of whores. Was... No, Marilyn. She was um, out of a... uh, whatever Monroe. What's her? She was uh, from here. Fact, she, she was recently working at the J Mall. I just she was. I, uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know that one like, named Cody Lane is Cody from Lane. Uh, there's one named Misty Dawn is from. Louisville. But uh, you guys know your porn stars. We'll give you that. Yeah. As we fumble through not Steel getting any other names trap. right. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, I mean, there. Well, one of my ex roommates actually made a porn in this house. So, <laughs> and if you're, if you're <laughs> right you where know, you're sitting, no, no, it's in the back room. My cat walks through the background. Twix just kind of walks through and just stops and me out. Sometimes at night you can hear the moans. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's a great uh, Tumblr called uh, "Indifferent Cats and Amateur Porn." <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've seen that one. Um, all right, do you have a question, Matt? Man, these are all fucking bad. 
<laughs> Just ask a bad one. Uh, but your question goes okay. to Jim first. Jim, which 90s <clears throat> rap group was totally crossed out? <laughs> Crisscross. <laughs> that was the that's, easiest that's question ever. That's what I'm like, trying to pull up. Okay. I think I could have actually got that one. I didn't know the answer, but... Just the, I fucking love that record. Just the bad. I love that record. No. I bought I miss the books. my first my first albums <laughs> that I ever bought. By the way, something heard. that you should know about me: first three albums I got at a flea market on cassette. On cassette, mind you, uh, were Michael Jackson "Dangerous." Uh huh. I had crossed, it. totally crossed out. Had it on cassette. And Soundgarden "Super Unknown." <laughs> In the same purchase. <laughs> same purchase. Okay, well, I got totally crossed out, um, but I also had TLC's "Ooh" on the TLC tip on cassette. There you go. And then bought it on CD when I got I was a CD very player because I didn't that. want to let it go. Because I thought the TLC had first, a dick. first three cassettes were the Michael Jackson's "Dangerous," uh, "Hammers," "Too Legit to Quit," and <laughs> there you go. "Use Your Illusion" one or two. Funky Headhunter. Was that in there? Yeah. I don't remember the last time I bought a CD, but I always remember my first one. It was a uh, Bowling for Soups, uh, a Hangover You Don't Deserve. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> first CD I, I ever bought. Listened to it on the way home in the car with my grandma. Didn't Ooh. give a fuck. Just didn't. okay. <laughs> no. God, my my first thing. actual CD was a dual purchase of Pearl Jam's Ten and Primus's Sailing the Seas of Cheese. My Pearl Jam was a uh, great first band. CD. All right, here. Here we go. Here was, we go. Uh, Next question. Nine Inch Nails, Broken, <laughs> and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, One Hot Minute. The next question is going to be you figuring out what my first CD was. Okay? It was a soundtrack <laughs> to a film starring Mike Myers and oh. uh, Dana Carvey. Wayne's World. Yeah. That was the first CD I owned. You got a point. There you go. That was in the... That was 90, right? Yeah. Like, in the 90s? Yeah. That was, that was 90s. I didn't just, like, drop God, that to, like, way back too far. Yeah, was, that was the first CD I ever owned. 90, 92. Now name four songs off of it. <laughs> yeah. That one I can't do. <laughs> Actually, Jim's uh, question. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I can. Uh, Jesus, man. What, Tia Carrera, four songs off of it? Yeah, Tia Carrera's um, cover of Ballroom Blitz. Um, Tia Carrera's cover of Why You Want to Break My Heart. Uh, Aerosmith's rendition of the Wayne's World theme. And uh, Red Bohemian Hot Bohemian Chili. Rhapsody? Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I was going to do, 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 do it without naming Bohemian Rhapsody, oh, the okay. Gimme, the Gimme song. Yeah, that's the only one I know. Um, and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers' um, Sick of Mechanico. See, I couldn't remember the name of the song, and I was going to say Bohemian Rhapsody, the two Tia Carrera covers, and um, oh, what was the other one? I'm just sitting here playing with the gauntlet now. Um, <laughs> just keep buttoning and unbuttoning it. Somebody give me a question. Dude, I'm, I'm like, fi- like, the only ones I'm finding are like... like uh... Did you look up 90s trivia on your phone? Yeah, oh, okay. 90s trivia. 90s music trivia. Okay. It was like... Which, uh, it's like, which singer did the crying game? It's like, gee, you're not going to get that one. Which grunge band is not from Seattle? Ooh. The Afghan Wigs? I mean, you've got, you got choices. Oh, where are my choices? Nirvana? Choices. Oh, God, you're going to get this. Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, or Pearl Jam? Actually, I don't think I know that. I mean, Nirvana was from Aberdeen, um... Pearl Jam was yeah, from... Yeah, gets it wrong, uh, Nirvana. <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. <laughs> Where are Stone Temple Pilots from? Uh, Pearl California somewhere. Yeah. Pearl Jam. Were they, like, classified as grunge? I don't Stone Temple Pilots, yeah. Dude, when, when Stone Temple Pilots out, were second wave grunge. Yeah. When they first came out, it, it was totally, like, sex type thing. The first song came out, oh, horrible. Everybody was like... Beaches has rip off Pearl Jam yeah. much? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. all it was. It was like, yeah. oh, man. See, I was, I was like, like well, Afghan Wigs were the band. first sub-pop band that wasn't from the Seattle area. Velvet so. Revolver reminded me a lot of Stone Temple Pilots. That's what 
I never like actually. Well, made well Scott Weiland was a, the singer for Velvet Revolver. Was it? For a little oh, no. Yeah, yeah. really? That's yeah, he's the singer. That would probably be why. Because um, uh, never mind. <laughs> no, that's very astute of you. I mean, if you didn't know it, figured it out on your own. That's pretty rad. So, um, it's like you know, the Audio Slave really reminds me of uh, Soundgarden. Twix. Twix wants to be on the show. I think he does. She's just wandering she in here every once in a while, making noise. Um, the guitar tones from Audio Slave remind me of Rage Against the Machine. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> um, and and the, the 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 drummers have a, a very similar yeah. like they they do a lot of the same fills. All right, so it's your turn again. It's your turn again, right? Yeah. Okay. Name. Uh, name. Fuck. We should have prepared this game better. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, like everybody listening to this podcast is like, fuck this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry like, to the band. Don't don't wait up because uh, no, nobody quit listening. Don't wait nobody's up. Nobody's going to make it this far. Yeah. Zero, absolutely zero people. That's not. Uh, anyway, who won? <laughs> is the game over? I think nobody I think won he got, because it's two against one. Today, yeah, he had but, two. I had one. But, he, but he's had one more question, I think, hasn't he? No, I feel like Jim won. Amount of question. Uh, I feel, like, I feel like it was inevitable. Anyway. I'm just happy I got one point. I no, was you were a contender, dude. You were crying and shitting were... myself in the 90s. I mean, Ask.com. Yeah. Ask.com. <laughs> says, oh, where can I find music trivia? Fuck you. <laughs> okay, we're done. Yeah. I can't. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of Little Heart Records Podcast. We got another song coming up from Don't Wait Up in just a second. The song's called Jordan. Um, we want to thank the guys from Think Harder for coming on the show tonight. Uh, be sure to check them out on the Facebook and all those other social media. So you guys have a Twitter? Do you guys uh, do the Twittering? Yeah. Yeah, it's Think Harder Band. Uh, anytime we update our Facebook, it goes to our Twitter. So if you can follow us, it's uh, twitter.com slash thinkharderband. Okay. Or hashtag or whatever. Hashtag. Uh, plug it, what are you plugging? At what? F- what do you plug? I don't know what the fuck. What am I plugging this week? Yeah. Uh, I want to once again uh, plug... Uh, that October tw- October seventh show yeah, with uh, on my <laughs> I knew you were gonna the one at I knew, the one Nope, the not the one at Zazu's. The one at Spinelli's. The one at Spinelli's. It's on my honor. You, you know, next week I've got another show, right? So I'm just gonna not even bring your show up next week. You have got your chance. I'm gonna make reviews of the podcast and just spam plug. our show. The entire <laughs> um, I don't really have anything to plug. Uh, you can plug my my site. Your site, Animal Hair Museum. Animal Hair Museum. I think yep, AnimalHairMuseum.com. Uh, I'm a fan. LittleHeartRecords.com. LittleHeartRecords on Facebook. This, this, uh, this fucking comments are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really. Uh, yeah, you guys and you guys have a record coming out later this year, mm-hmm. here in 2012, and uh, at some point the Nixon record might. <laughs> someday the Nixon record will finally come out. A <laughs> torrent site near you. It will be on Spotify. <laughs> we'll find some way for Puckett to make his money back. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be wonderful. <laughs> Prostitution. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could really whore Matt out and not and be comfortable with myself. It would be a hard sell. I feel like I would be the worst <laughs> temp ever, too. Make sure you clarify which Matt on there, because since I'm only 17, it sounds like you're whoring I mean, out a no. minor. No, Haas. It would be, Haas. Yeah. The adult. Yeah. Clearly, you have not read up on the age of consent laws in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly okay for me to pimp you out on the streets. Come on, let's get the fuck out. And right. if, you, if you want to uh, send your... Uh, Send us fan mail. Send us fan mail or, or uh, spam or offers. <laughs> yeah, or spam for the uh, so that I can help Puckett make his money back on the. And remember, record. we will read if you have like some erotic fan fiction. I will fucking read it. Yeah, I will read it. Send us your yeah. erotic fan fiction, and we will not only read it but steal it and market it as the sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> and I, I you know, you know that that right? Yeah, the, yeah. That just weirds me out that Twilight fan fiction became a book. 
I it's think that's right. the awesomest thing ever. <laughs> oh, man. Really? Really? No, I mean, it's, okay. <laughs> no, no, not really. <laughs> no. That just legitimizes it. God damn it. Fan fiction just became real. No. <laughs> uh, and again, like, when we were talking about it the other day, because of Twilight, there is hardcore BDSM, and I'm not referring to Fifty Shades of Grey, on the shelves at Target. That is true. Now, don't wait up.
in, in, in the... We're, we're not recording anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know.